Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Lita Husick, and she is a graduate of our Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy Advanced Program. Hi, Lita. Hello. Um, and I'm so happy we're here because we're going to talk about a client you worked with in the practicum. Some people can hear a little bit about how you work and the work we do here at Breathing Deeply. So why don't you give us a, a little overview of... Um, who you worked with and maybe how you met them in the intake. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about the practices uh, that you gave them and how the sessions went. Um, and then how your client kind of did with the whole thing. So that's okay, great. That's our uh, thing today. Okay. All right, okay. go ahead. So uh, Bill is a 50 year old man with autism spectrum disorder. And I met him, I, um, I started working with an agency that works with adults with autism and I became their yoga therapist and um I first met him he was very um very stiff physically um and uh overweight and um and you know it's a spectrum for a reason you know there are people are on different different um places on that and um, he was verbal. He was a, a lot more communicative than, than other people I've worked with. Um, and so when I, I actually did the joint frame series after doing an intake that focused on, um, his, any, um, sensitivities he might have, which are really common with ASD, meaning sensitive to light or sound or touch. Um, so that would determine, the space we work in and how, how that would go. And I, and what were his particular sensitivities? None. So when I asked him what his thing was, what his main, you know, uh, issue was, he said extreme depression, which made me really sad, but also, um, that's a really common comorbidity with ASD. So, um, I decided to focus on, um, he, he had some knee issues, after, you know, I saw in the joint frame series. So I decided just to focus on strengthening the knee structures and, um, and helping with depression. So, um, with ASD, it's a lot easier to view the person in the, in the context of the koshas rather than the doshas, because the communication issues might prevent them from being able for you to really get a bead on, you know, their personality and stuff. So, so normally you might do it, it with the Ayurvedic kind of assessment, but you, yeah. you work yeah. with um, like a more koshic assessment, which exactly. if you're listening and don't know what that is, is the yeah. different aspects of the self. So the physical yeah. versus the energetic versus the mental, right. et cetera. So okay. having said that, I did focus, if you had to break it down in the doshas, it would be kapha because of the depression. So we started with um, some very simple half sun salutations, some warriors for the knee strength. And I noticed that um, the first time I worked with him, that getting down onto the floor was almost impossible. It took him a really long time to get down onto the floor. 
Um, and so I went to the practicum and I, I mentioned that and you mentioned that, well, why does he have to be on the floor? So we started to do standing postures and I usually start with Tai Chi and Qigong uh, moves like warmups with with everyone, but especially good for ASD because it's very simple to, you know, have someone do this, you know, um, and is also very Vata balancing, I think, and is a sort of a meditation and movement in and of itself. So at the beginning to get the person to be relaxed, we do, we start with that. And then we did the standing stuff, um, half sun salutations and the warriors. And then we, um, moved to the, his bed. Um, and he did lying down stuff. He did bridge on his bed and then lying twists. And then I would do yoga nidra. Um, and so with ASD, um, I really stuck to, you know, it's all about sameness, routine. Like it's hard to, you don't want to, you want to be really slow with introducing new practices. Mm-hmm. So we stuck to so you did. That. So you did the same. So you came up with this kind of protocol, mm-hmm. which, um, as you're explaining it, is basically asanas. Um, some yoga nidra, which is like a meditative experience, but mm-hmm. um, guided. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and you used the bed, which was smart. And then um, you came back and did the same thing. Is that kind of how you did we it? We kind him, of or? did. We did. We kind of did the same thing. And I should say that I've been working with him for over a year, so this is a long kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we did the same thing: routine, routine, routine for um, for quite a while. And then I would gradually start doing some pranayama in there um, after the asana um, and then going into the meditation stuff. And did he, um, did he enjoy it? Was it hard for oh him? My God, like what was, really what's been it. the experience over the year? So he loved it right away. Oh, he sends me the sweetest like texts afterwards. Thank you so much. And, um, and I'll just encapsulate our progress um, because you know, I, I did introduce different things just to see what would stick um, over the over the period, um, and of course, it was made more complicated with COVID. So um, after a while, we decided to just work via Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. So even though, as a person working with uh, developmentally disabled people, I was considered uh, essential, so I was able to still work with him. But um, the masks were kind of limiting, you know, with breath work and stuff. And um, so uh, we, we're still working on Zoom now. And um, it kind of limits, you know, some progress because um, he was doing a, like down dog prep with me um, when we were in person, just on a chair, you know, just holding onto the chair and stretching. He loves that. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable um, instructing him not in person. I really needed so to see his dad. So you had to be dogs. more careful with him on yeah, Zoom. So it's, yeah. So it's yeah. slowed down the progress a little bit, but I will say that I really feel like he's blossomed over the year. Um, yeah. Could you maybe give us a little like sort of summary of, so you've done asana and breathing practices and some meditative practices. Meditation and, mantra. Um, I've introduced uh-huh. many different little things. Um, mm-hmm. and, and can you give a, yeah. Could you sort of summarize like the progress how it yeah like how it's benefited him i'll tell you this he gets down onto the floor really well now and he we so we do floor work now a lying mm-hmm. lying floor work. and he also like another person i know went on a hike with him um and he told that person like i could never have walked a full hour before doing yoga 
Wow. So that really made me and feel good. And then what about the depression? Did, I mean, did he has really help? kind of, I really think so because he's much more, he's doing a lot of social things now with other support providers and mm-hmm. being out in the community more. Um, and um, he's a lot more verbal with me, um, a lot more relaxed and, um, and he's lost weight and he like we used to do we used to practice tree um at the wall when i was seeing him in person now we do it in the middle of the floor i mean he's you know he's not great at lifting up the foot much you know but he practices it you know and kind of like falls over and stuff yeah. but you know he he's made a lot of progress i see so he's more social you could see he's less depressed because he's oh, yeah. you know, signs of depression or the opposite of that, I guess. Yeah. Does he is he able to say, "Oh, this has really helped me with my depression," or is that not? Um, yeah, I've asked him. You know, mm-hmm. to you know, do you think this is helping in general in your depression? And he says, "Yeah, I think so. It really yeah. has." Great. Uh, so, yeah. so in a year, um, I should also add that when I first met him, he had some verbal tics that are very um, common. Um, like sure. he would say, "Don't you know." Like he'd in, introduced that in a sentence, like a lot. He never, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in a, a long time. He never says oh, that wow. anymore. He has a lot more fluid, fluid um, speech. Um, wow. Yeah. And I can't, I'm not going to take the full credit. I'm sure he's working with other providers and he has a family near him and stuff. But in general, I really feel that the yoga has helped him immensely. That's amazing. Um, and I know that you, this is a population you're, you know, you like to work with. And um, I think what struck me with you working with this case is that um, a lot of people, you know, if they started to work with somebody with ASD, you know, they, they sort of see them as a diagnosis. And I just thought you did like a really good job seeing them as a person and modifying practices for him specifically versus you know, his condition, you know, which is who he is, you know, he, he has, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's on the autistic spectrum, but of course that's not who he is. Right. So, um, you did a really good job with that. And, um, you know, it was clear for, to me that he made progress in all the areas that you were looking to. So that's exciting. Um, did you feel, do you feel like really good about the work that you've done with him? Does it feel like you, you really did what you came to do? I really um, do. Yeah, I really do feel because he's, and of course, when I met him, he was meeting a stranger. So of course, he's going to be more, you know, I mean, but he just seems like a very different person from the first person I met. Wow. And uh, yeah, he actually even started like dressing different and started wearing like a lot of jewelry, which he never did, um, which he didn't at first. So right. I feel like he's kind of finding himself in a way. Yeah, amazing. Um, well, as as you as the work helps him move out of depression, you know, I would, I would think that would be possible. So that's. Yeah. Fantastic. And one thing that really thrills me is that he practices on his own. Like I gave him a mala and he does his beads and he does his stretching. Um, if there's weeks that I can't see him or because of he's his schedule, um, you know, he still practices and, you know, he's just says, you know, I just love stretching my body and I feel stronger and, so so great and he's a he's a good client i mean he's, yes. he's like perfect oh, he's for so yoga like, therapy because I mean, he's yeah. you know <laughs> interested in doing it right so i have one neurotypical client and 
it's the hardest thing I've ever made. <laughs> well, maybe it's that'll so inspire more yoga therapists to work with people <laughs> uh, with ASD. That's that's awesome. And and so how did how did um, so since he was a practicum client, um, how did you use the practicum with them? Like, how did the practicum interact with your work with them? Well, it was you know such such a support and. I found that like in that one instance where like, I would never have thought like, well, he doesn't really need to be on the floor. Just use the bed. That was totally life-changing for our work together because yeah, I mean, I, I, um, it was such a, a, a smart way to gradually strengthen him so that he could get down onto the floor. And, um, I mean, it's just, yeah, it was just really invaluable just to even, have the community support and be able to go someplace and talk about this was amazing. And it, you know, I talked about other clients too, but um, yeah, all of it was really, really, um, the only problem was that it was at seven forty-five in the morning because I'm on the West coast. <laughs> so, um, that was yeah, we're sad. working on that getting more times with our practice. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and the community part is so important. And um, I just have to say, you know, all of us that are in the practicum also benefited because not a lot of people do work um, are so interested in work with people uh, with uh, autism. So um, we're on the autistic spectrum, I should say. So so um, that's just like was really helpful. I, I haven't done personally um, a lot of work. Uh, with that population and so you know I learned a lot from you working and so that's okay. you know it's a real boon to everyone well yeah. thank you you are um Lita is a great student and a totally qualified uh, yoga therapist and I'm looking forward to seeing what you do especially in this area with the work so thank you awesome. for chatting with me and thank you explaining all this to everyone thank you very much I'm Shanti I'm Shanti Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.